son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Joining us out of Hobart now, though, is our former White Fern, Rachel Priest. G'day, Rachel. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure, mate. My pleasure. Uh, how is life in Tassie? I'm loving it, actually. It's been um, a really good way to kind of extend my career a little bit once I decided to retire. So, um, yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. And the weather's actually very similar to New Zealand, so I enjoy it. Tasmania is one of those places I've, I've never been, but I've always thought, you know, that would be a great place to go. Uh, if, you, if you had a job for the uh, Tasmanian Tourist Board, uh, Priestley, where would you be telling us to visit first? Um, definitely the East Coast. Uh, we've got some absolutely beautiful beaches up that way. And um, I didn't realise at the time, but there's like beautiful white sand and everything like that. The water's probably a little bit cold, but um, no, there's some absolutely beautiful scenery up here. Nice, mate. Nice. Uh, and what attracted you? Why Why Hobart? I mean, I know you've played uh, in the Big Bash before um, for you know for Melbourne and, and, and for other teams. So why Hobart? Why Tassie? Um, well, I was moving here to, to be a part of their um, WNCL setup for their, their one-day stuff, so it just kind of made sense to to make the move for the T20 stuff as well and, and sort of base myself here fully. Um, so, yeah, it's been – I mean, I loved last year, even though the, the results didn't go our way, but I had a really enjoyable season, so it just made sense to stay on for another one. Yeah, and I, and I guess, you know, not being tied to an international program as well gives you the freedom to do a few other things. Uh, one of those I, – I, Am I right in thinking that you played um, up in Nottingham for, in the 100? Yeah, yep. So I got the chance to um, to head over to the 100 with um, a lot of the Aussie players weren't decided not to go over. So um, Sal, my, the Hobart Hurricanes coach, was coaching a team over there and she asked me to go over with her, which was a really cool experience. And yeah, something that I that obviously being towards the end of my career, I didn't think I'd get a chance to play in. So it was a really awesome experience and, and obviously really lucky to be able to travel over there in these crazy times. Exactly, mate, exactly. Yeah, you, <laughs> they did well to get it away. I mean, what did you make? Um, uh, let's let's just have a look a little bit at the, at the 100 in the English scene uh, because there seems to have been a real effort made by the English Cricket Board here uh, to put some emphasis on the women's game and the way this was set up the 100, you know, you had double headers where you had, you know, the the Trent Rocket to your team, right? The, the men's and women's team would play uh, on the same night at the same ground. So you had these uh, these, these back-to-back games. Uh, they put a, a bit of coin into it as well. It was on free-to-air TV. It, it, it felt like it was really aimed at the families and getting the kids uh, to watch some cricket. How did how did you enjoy the experience and what, what did you make of what they, they did with it over there? Yeah, I absolutely loved it. They... they obviously had an extra year to kind of figure it out with all the COVID dramas, but um, they marketed it really well. And, um, you know, I've, I've played in front of some big crowds over my career, but it was consistently big crowds, uh, like, you know, eight, nine, ten thousand 10,000 people at our games, which is unusual. Um, and even having the men's game after, like, the crowds got bigger, but those people were there to see our games, which was really cool. Um, no, the ECB did a fantastic job of, first of all, getting it off the ground because of, you know, everything that's been going on. But, um, yeah, they really pushed the women's teams. Um, obviously, the first 
game of the whole thing was a women's game, which was really awesome as well. And, you know, just getting to play at all those big grounds, like we played at Lords, um, obviously our home ground, um, the Oval and everything else, um, things like that, which was really good. So, um, no, they put heaps into it and, and it really turned out well. So hopefully it just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, New Zealand's got a bit of an affinity with uh, Trent Bridge, doesn't it? I mean, Paddle's played there for how long? I know, yeah, Trent Bridge, um, oh, I don't know how long, but it's such a cool ground to play at. And I played there once or four years ago in a World Cup, and so it was really nice to kind of go back to a ground that I had a little bit of history at, and um, they looked after us really well. Yeah, well, that's great to hear, mate. What about the format? I mean, the, this 100 idea, did you like it? And, and how do you think it measures up, say, against T20? Um, you know, when they first brought it out, I was thinking, oh, do we really need another type of cricket? You know, like... Um, that kind of stuff. But once once I kind of learnt the rules um, and sort of had a go at it, it is actually really fun. And um, it sort of felt like a lot quicker than T20 cricket because um, you didn't change ends as much and things like that. So there was certainly some new rules. Um, obviously, like the the, out, the incoming batter is always on strike, which was something that was quite interesting as well. And the whole scoreboard and everything looks completely different to, to a normal game. So that all that stuff was something to get used to, but it really... It really had a good vibe, and I really enjoyed it. But um, I still love playing T20 cricket as well, and um, you know, having a few more balls to to play with is quite good. But um, it didn't change how I play my cricket too much. Obviously, I like to go out and be aggressive at the top, so it works in both formats. Yeah, I mean, I like you said. I, I my first thought was, do we need another short form of the game? Um, do you think they can coexist, or do you think the hundred will just be this thing that happens in England and nowhere else, and it'll just be their thing? Yeah, I'm not really sure, to be honest. Um, I think it'll probably be um, just a thing that happens over there. Um, just because I think T20 cricket is probably what most people around the rest of the world um, are into. But um, you just never know. I mean, it would be interesting to see if, if they could get it off the ground somewhere else. Um, obviously, it would take a lot of um, a lot of money and, and organisation to do that. But um, no, it was certainly an enjoyable format, and um, it would be cool to see more people getting to play it. Yeah, fantastic. Is everything all right? Do you need to put, let the dog out, or are you, are you good? <laughs> no, it's fine. Sorry, she barked with any noise outside, and um, but she's all right now. She's all right. She, what sort of dog have you got? Yep. Um, I've got a Kelpie. She's, oh. um, she's a lovely girl. She's nine now, so every noise she's a little bit worried about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're going to do it, though, yeah, do it right. A Kelpie in Australia, oh, exactly. perfect. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nice, mate. Nice, nice. Now, um, of course, uh, the the big bash has started for you guys. hasn't hasn't been the, probably the start that you wanted. You've had two two losses to start, but I mean, I guess every game is a home game. You got uh, you got room to build on it, and tomorrow you take on the Renegades. Yep. Um, so yeah, as you said, we haven't got uh, off to the best start. Um, I think at the moment our batting is just not um, firing and not uh, not where we need it to be. And um, it's always difficult, even with the, the great bowling lineup that we do have. We have a really, really experienced um, and crafty bowling lineup. But if you don't have enough runs on the board, it's really, really difficult. So I was really pleased with how we were able to take both of the games, you know, to the last over, um, considering the scores that we got, um, but just not able to get across the line, unfortunately. But there's heaps of games to go. So we just let those games go now and move on to the next one. Yeah, I mean, I, like you said, a crafty, I, I always... It always feels like when when you see a couple of stumpings on a on a scorecard, it feels like uh, the batting team's been burgled a wee bit. You know, you keep it t- t- talk about uh, being sneaky and devious uh, ways of getting people out. Uh, you got a couple of those the other day, mate. You would have been pretty pretty pleased about that. Yeah, I was really happy with that. Um, obviously, we were were really happy to be able to 
um, sign Molly Strano this year. She's um, obviously the leading wicket taker in the WBBL of all time. So we know what sort of player she is. And I actually played with her early on in the in the Big Bash at the Renegades. So I, I already knew what kind of player she was as well. So she's a super exciting recruit for us. And, and she showed exactly what she could do the other day. And um, yeah, it's always nice for me to get a couple of stumpings for sure. Yeah, indeed. I mean, how much input did you have into the makeup of, uh, you know, when when... When the when the Hobart Hurricanes franchise uh, were looking to to build the squad for this year, I mean, I know you're the captain as well, and you're obviously based there. How much input did you have with the coaches in terms of uh, players that you targeted? Um, I didn't actually have a lot because I wasn't um, captain. I wasn't hadn't been um, asked to be the captain just yet. So they they do a lot of work behind the scenes and um, and with recruitment and things like that. So that was all kind of done before. Um, before I came on board as captain, obviously there's the odd comment or, or like who's around, who's out there that you know, sort of thing like that. But um, yeah, I mean, Sal and the staff sort of look after all that. Um, and I just go with, with the team they've given me, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's a very good team. Uh, and uh, how, how good uh, did it feel to... Uh, to to stump Elise Perry as well? Uh, I know that she uh, she's a pretty celebrated Australian player. She, she gets plenty of headlines. Yeah, it's always good. It's funny, I heard one of my friends who was watching the game actually said they said that there was a stat that the only other time she's been stumped in Big Bash was when Molly was bowling to the Renegades and I was keeping. So <laughs> next time we play them, I'll definitely be bringing Molly on straight away when uh, when Piers comes out. But yeah, she's she's an amazing player and um, you know to get her out at that point of the game, we were definitely in with a chance there. So um, yeah, it was just, just one of those, well, two of those games really that went down to the wire and, and hopefully we can get on the right side of a couple of those. Food. Yeah, yeah, indeed, mate. What about your your batting personally? I mean, I know you said that you just haven't been getting enough runs as a team. Uh, how do you think? Uh, how do you think you're going at the moment? Um, yeah, not too bad. Obviously, as you said, I've come off a hundred, so I've been playing at least. Um, so I've got a little bit of a head start on some people. Um, it's really interesting this year because we've got a youngster, Ruth Johnson, who's come down from Queensland, and she's um, a, she can hit the ball a long way. So in that first game, she kind of got going, so I could sort of hold back and just hit it around and try and get her on strike, um, which was which was good, and then hopefully try to take over if she gets out. Um, and then yesterday, yeah, look, I just, just didn't didn't fire. Um, and unfortunately, that will happen sometimes with the way that I play my cricket. I like to be aggressive, so mm. um, I will give chances at times, but it will also come off in other times as well. So, um, yeah, look, we've still got another 12 games, so I'm hoping to, to, <laughs> to contribute some, some good quick runs at the top very soon. Um, mm. But I know that we've got... A lot of other players in our team that can do that as well. Yeah, I mean that that is, uh, you know, part and parcel in in, a sh- in the short format when you need to get your team off to a good start. Of being the opening bat, you have to take risks, right? I mean, it's quite a different mindset from say an ODI or or a, or a three or four day game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, the fields are like only two out, and you want to get that power play off to the best start that you that you can. I really believe that games can be won and lost in the power play. Um, and it's always nice to kind of get that roll on for your team as well, and then it feels like the rest of the batters coming in kind of have a platform to to, to hit out as well. But um, as I said, it doesn't always come off, um, so you just kind of have to adjust and things like that. But look, it was a really good look at the other night, so it was a shame that I couldn't get going on it. But um, we've got another game there tomorrow, so I'm excited to hopefully get some runs. Um, yeah, and just contribute some runs at the top because we definitely need it. Yeah, indeed. All right, good stuff, um, Rachel. Thanks very much for coming on and having a chat. Really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, if you don't mind, we'll uh, we'll touch base with you throughout the comp, eh? It'll be good.
Yeah, no worries. Anytime. Great stuff. Rachel Priest there with us, our former white fern, now captain of the Hobart Hurricanes, playing in the Women's Big Bash League. It is 21 away from 10 here on SENZ Extra Time.